Welcome to TA1, everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson, and I do have my two co-hosts here, Jimmy and Stevie, being brats, kind of. Well, Jimmy is, Stevie's always the good bird. Running a little late today, um, my, my bad, I left my laptop work yesterday and had one of the uh, files on it, so... Just to make up for it, this is a will be a double dip, so to speak. Um, we have uh, BC Adventura, so you will get to practice your Spanish a little bit while you are listening, and then we're going to have a little update from Mr. Grant Killian, who everybody is friends with right now, but <clears throat> we know there'll be a few people not too happy with him after the race. So, that's about it. Um, I had a fun weekend last weekend shooting fat biking at night. The uh, Winter Fat Classic up in Deadwood. Kind of cool. It started at 5, so races were in dark doing 25 miles on the Mickelson Trail and through lead in Deadwood. And like 86 riders. A big race for here. Seemed to have a good time. And... Uh, Coming up Saturday, I'll be up in Deadwood again uh, with ski joring, with the uh, cowboys on their horses, cowgirls and cowboys on their horses pulling skiers. And as I understand it, they're even going to have a snowboard division this year. So I went last year. It was kind of fun. So uh, they asked me. So I said, well, sure. I'll come do it again. So look forward to that end of the weekend. And... Um, Let's do this thing so I can get out of here and get rid of these birds. Maybe give them a little treat. Anyway, go fast, take chances, and thanks for listening. Hello, Randy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Are you now? Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I think. <laughs> okay, I, I think we we can't see you, but we are not. No, I'm. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to turn my camera on because I'm out in the middle of the woods, and if I do, then the uh, it doesn't work very well. Okay, it's fine. Well, you can see us or no? Yeah. Yep, I can. Well, uh, so. let me show you. We, we are the B7 Tour team. We are all the team in a local radio. We are just recording for... <laughs> for for us no so. for showing the sponsors you know that that stuff uh, well i am diego nice to meet you well i meet you nice at, to meet you at photos uh, right here at my at my left is luis luis dad is the dad of the team uh, then we have alexander is in the other side and uh, jennifer also is here with us so we are all the 14 members ready here to to hear you. Well, good. So, um, I don't I don't know that I've done a a uh, podcast where you guys are recording also, <laughs> so it's a little different. Yeah, we we are recording. We could we could send you if you want this. <laughs> <laughs> well. Maybe if you have a link, uh, we'll put the link up with with um, this show, and we'll put that show up, and people can listen to it twice. Nice, it will be nice. Yeah, yep. 
Um, okay, let's see. Where to start? Just tell us. So how did you guys become adventure racers? Well, uh, we become an adventure race team like this, all uh, the four team uh, we are right now. Uh, this year, well, last year, 2017, uh, we began to race. The biggest race we, we made the last year was Guairacinchi. That's where we, mm-hmm. they, they, they adopt me. It's it's a family team. They ran since desde cuando compiten 2000 desde 2006 2006 they ran as a family team just uh, adventure races of of three three members but the 2017 they decide to make a, this big jump to an an adventure race of of three days like Guayasinchi. I don't know if you heard about Guayasinchi here in Ecuador. It's part of this uh, World Adventure Series. So they invite me to race, and we we conform the the four members of the team called Viceventura. Viceventura is called because a uh, a bike uh, site they have here in Quito that it's a family business also so that's why it's yeah. called Viceventura ah that makes makes sense so they're your uh, sponsors yeah part of yeah. Of, of it <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean uh, takes takes a lot of people to race a lot of help doesn't it yeah yeah so um so how long so so the family team started in 06. When did you start racing? As a family team in 2006. Yeah. As a family team. So, yeah. And then you just joined them last year? Yeah, me. As an extra one. <laughs> For the races <laughs> as the four. of four people because not, not many races are of four pair. So. Yeah, yeah. So what was the background of the was there any kind of a sporting background for the team before adventure racing? Uh, mountain bike racing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alexander and and Jennifer had raced on... ¿En qué competían en MTV antes? Lo que es cross country. In cross country mountain bike races. Like, uh, they were uh, national competitors of of that mountain biking races. So they have that background of, of mountain bike. So it's strong also, yeah. no? It's a, a strong sport. Yeah. So, and then what was your background before you joined the team? Our background? Uh, yeah. Just decide. I don't know. <laughs> just to, <laughs> to make that jump to an adventure race. Uh, well, we we all adventure race uh since 2005, 2006, almost. So we joined last year, and well, we enjoyed the nature, we enjoyed the mountains, uh, mountain biking. So we we all just get together and and conform the the equip, the team. Okay, yeah. Did any of were did any of you race in the world championships? No, I when they were there. No, no. It's our biggest goal 
to like but we need we need like two more years of, of preparation you know well this untamed new england will be our biggest non-stop race you know four days of non-stop and it's yeah. it's our first international race also so we are decided to to learn at untamed and then begin the process this process of 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 racing and adventure, a world championship, no? Yeah. yeah. What was it about uh, Untamed New England that made you think that would be a good race to go to? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Untamed New England came to us. <laughs> because ah. uh, It is because of Grant. Uh, he, mm. he saw that we won the Huayrasinchi uh, in 2017 and uh, we made friends. We made uh, friends with Grant. Uh, I think he came to Ecuador to run the Huayrasinchi uh, 2011 or 2012. He, he he made it two years, and we meet there. Uh, so like we won the the Huayrasinchi this last uh, edition. He invited us to participate at on Team New England, and well. You you have to make this big jump someday, so yeah. we decide to go. Yeah, well, Grant, you might not like Grant quite so well after you get done with the race because his races are um, hard. <laughs> they always have some have something that we'll talk about for a long time, so you'll get to enjoy that part of the race for certain. <laughs> uh, some racers uh, of here of Ecuador have told us that. The untamed, untamed is the is the is the name of the race because it's just like that. It's like savage and untamed and wild and everything, no, and nonstop, yeah. etc. So, so <laughs> to to keep training uh, and well, we have like six months before the race, so we we trust we we could do that. So yeah, I think I think you'll be fine. So, what kind of um, what what kind of training do you guys do? Do you train together a lot, or do you train separately, or how does how does your team work? Well, we train separately uh, at from from uh, Monday to Friday because of mm-hmm. studies, work, and that stuff. But uh, the weekends we try to to make a long uh, long journeys of adventure. We made like nonstop all night, uh, training, walking, making trekking, or or biking, like eight hours of of biking. And we ha- we made a lot of mountain bikes. So we have like we could train at four thousand meters. Uh, we tried to make that to to force yeah. our our body to to go there and resist more. Yeah, you you, you kind of don't have a choice that uh, to train at high altitude, don't do you? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I was um, so I was at, I was in Ecuador for the World Championships, and um, I'm not sure what I expected of Ecuador, but it was a pretty cool country. I liked it. Is is Where's the coolest place to train for adventure racing in your country? The the coolest or the coldest? 
the the funnest? <laughs> well, the funnest <laughs> for us, uh, I think Pichincha Mountain is the nearest also. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we we will like to to begin to train like uh, at the coast also because we know on tennis or coast and and uh, in that time of the year it will be like hot and we 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 don't have that here <laughs> too much yeah. have to go to to the coast sometimes to train to do some paddling yeah, yeah. do you um so you guys so it'll be your winter time when it comes time for the race well, do you think that'll affect your your training do you think that you'll be okay coming here coming to the to do untamed in the heat I think that's we 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 need to go to train also at the coast to take that heat of the body and begin to prepare our body to that so well we're really in Quito we we don't have like a summer or winter yeah. it's you you could have one day summer and the other day a rain of 24 hours so we have to to be prepared for everything but the heat is not right now it's not our our like I could say like it's not our we are not prepared for heat yeah yeah that's um well I kind of figure if you're if you're pretty fit it'll be okay <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe we have the advantage of the altitude. Yeah, I think I guess so because you're going to be coming down to sea level. So when you when you train there, and if you do when you do go to lower altitude, do you guys think you have a really good advantage there? I think yeah, because you feel like more oxygen at your body. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 different. Very different. When you train from altitude and then you go to the coast the next day and train, you feel like you could breathe <laughs> everything <laughs> you can. More oxygen. That yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, what is the adventure racing? Um, is it popular in Ecuador? The most popular is Guayasinchi. Yeah. But is, are there a lot of people doing that? Uh, a lot of teams? Time by time, it, it has increased the, the people that make this kind of adventure races. Well, in Ecuador, we right now, we more have races of trail running and, well, mountain biking because, you know, all the logistics the adventure race need to have. Uh, it's better than... Uh, it's easier making a, a trail running race of one day than a five-day adventure race but it, yeah. it has we, we uh, at I think April we're having our last race just 12 hours of race uh, it calls non-stop Rogaine it's a Rogaine uh, adventure race so we are we're making that uh, race like before before going to Ontem and some mm -hmm. races of adventure but of five hours one day just one day it's a championship a national championship of, uh, of adventure races uh, you made like one per month but they are really tiny and explosive races 
nothing compared to five days nonstop or four days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the case here in the, the U.S. too. There's there's a lot of three, four, you know, six-hour races and, you know, only a couple of longer ones, six-day, four, four and six-day races. So it's kind of the same same thing we have here. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it is it hard to get gear, adventure race gear, or do you? We have a sponsor that mm-hmm. make uh, that gave us, uh, uh, well, some stuff of the gear. Yeah. It calls yeah. Equipos Cotopaxi, but it's cheaper. I, I will say it's cheaper to <laughs> <laughs> to get at the U.S. So we are trying yeah. to. Uh, to train with the gear we have here and uh, the new gear we will we will try at the race <laughs> yeah okay. five days before the race okay so are you guys so you'll be able to come into the united states a little early and do some training and and have some new gear to work with we we will try to be there at uh, 20 of july 20 of July, like four days before the race. Yeah. No, we're not to train, just to uh, arrange and the, the equipment and uh, yeah. the equipment. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> training will die at that date. Yeah, yeah, you'll 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 be busy. That's for sh- for certain. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, how? Do you guys have a goal for Untamed New England? Do you, you know, do you, how do you think you can do? Excuse me, I, I don't understand that. Um, how do you think you can do in the race? Well, I think, uh, how many miles are? 200 uh, or 400? Do you know that? Um, probably 250 miles. 250, so yeah. we could go like <laughs> 5 miles per hour. Maybe no. We, we, yeah. we our plans are to to begin and finish the race in one piece. So we are yeah. we are trying to learn a lot of this race, uh, finish the race, begin and finish the whole race completely. Race. We don't go to yeah. to uh, try and to fight the premier. Uh, that's for sure because we need to learn a lot. I I, I know. Yeah. I've seen that there are a lot of teams, uh, prepared teams that that have that chances. So we are going to enjoy the race, uh, and like I told you, uh, be prepared and, and learn to yeah. to race an a world championship adventure race one day. Yeah. So do you guys? Um, how do you? What I'm not sure exactly how to ask this question, but how do you learn different things about adventure racing? Do you, do you use the internet? Do you follow other people? Um, did, does my did, does my question make sense to you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, we follow. Is do you know we have in Ecuador we have some strong teams we follow mm-hmm. uh, like. Team Ecuador. The uh, right now it's 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 going to the light. The team uh, Terraventura. I know if you have heard about. So they gave us some tips, uh, tips of 
of adventure race, I could I could say they help us to organize uh, this race. So mm-hmm. we 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 are in in support of them. So. Yeah. So you're even your rivals, you, you you help each other out during. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. they also uh, pass through this this kind of experience. So no, we 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 will have to to share these yeah. these learnings of adventure races. So, yeah, it's a. I think that's maybe one of the biggest things with it is um, it, is learning. It just takes a long time to learn. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Um, <laughs> All right, this is this is kind of my question, but um, do your teammates know things about you that your family doesn't know about you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Me, I don't. Know. <laughs> this. Nos pregunta si es que como equipo, eh, o sea, conocemos cosas de, o sea, entre, de íntimas nuestras que tal vez hasta la familia no conozca. Um, no, 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 que no, 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 mencionaba al equipo pero muchas veces por la lesión que tengo no es un impedimento para estar en estas carreras eso no he dicho arriba vos como equipo no sabe cómo y toca toca manifestar ahí ok so eh, well Luis told me that eh, he have never told us that he had an, an injury at his feet that every time we make a long journey of adventure it begins to uh, to disturb him a little bit but he he have to to become strength strong and keep going he said that the injury won't stop him to to make these races and to train also Okay, so, well, yes, all right, we're we're learning about everybody. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I just know right now. Yeah. <laughs> why Why don't you have each of your other teammates just um, kind of tell us who they are and a little bit about them, and, and not in English, I understand that, but um, just for uh, for you, for your countrymen, so if they'd all just uh, tell a little bit about who they are and, and uh, why they like adventure racing. Okay, so they they told us in, in Spanish and I tell you in English? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, yeah. It's fine. Dice que se presenten de uno en uno, si pueden en inglés, si sea malo, lo que sea que intenten, o si quieren en español, que no hay problema. Okay. Yeah. Empieza. Okay, so Jenny will start. Okay. Es que ese micrófono no está abierto. You, do you hear Jenny? Yeah. Okay. Hi. Yes, I do. Uh, hi, my name is Jennifer Perez. Mm, I don't speak English. 
Eh, tengo 20 años y soy la única integrante mujer del grupo. Yeah. Okay, so Jenny is Jenny had 20 years and well, it's a the unique female of the of the group, you know, like you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And my name is Alexander Perez. Is 17 años, tengo 17 años y estoy en esta carrera para fortalecer y experimentar para futuras carreras. So Alexander, it's right now it's 17. He's he's turning the 18 year old at May. Uh, he liked adventure races because of the family time and that 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 share that you could do with with dad and yeah. sister. Uh, and he would like to learn more about adventure races. Cool. Okay. Luis. Hola, yo sí hablo. 100%, bueno, español. Mi nombre es Luis Pérez. Hello, espero verte por allá en la carrera. Estamos preparándonos duro para representar al Ecuador. Eh, y allá nos vemos. So, Luis is the, the dad of, of these guys. Eh, ¿Cuántos años tiene Luchín? 42. He had 42 years old. And he expects to see you <laughs> at the race, <laughs> all days of the races. Yeah. Uh, well, he also liked the, the adventure race because of family time. And he had the, the opportunity to race with his sons, you know. So it's special. Yeah. Yeah. Like you see, they are, they are really young. Uh, well, it's, it's a young team if you... If you divide yeah. all, all the ages, <laughs> yeah, uh, and well, we uh, he had uh, a good expectation to to flag the Ecuadorian uh, flag there at the finish line, and we we will make a a good job there. So that's cool. Um, is it? You can you can ask him and translate then. Is it hard being a father when the, when the racing gets really hard and the kids maybe are suffering a little bit? It, does that make it harder on him? Dice si es que se te hace duro eh, como papá afrontar afrontar tiempos difíciles de carrera eh, con con los hijos más que nada. O sea, si se te hace complicado. <laughs> sí, sí se hace complicado. <laughs> eh, una gran responsabilidad siempre mi esposa me pregunta o me dice cuídalos mucho porque tenemos que regresar a casa entonces si sí es una responsabilidad que me me pone a pensar por qué los metí a esto para que estén sufriendo y si sí, se sufre en una carrera pero al final se tiene una recompensa eh, well every time eh, we race he said that eh, he thinks that why I'm, <laughs> I'm making this to my kids uh, because it's hard, no? And yeah. the wife also claimed here to not be, he, he could, not, could not be so rude with, with their kids, but there are difficult times at the race that we have to push all together and he like that uh, have to sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, no. be angry and 
well, like all the things I, I think, no? Yeah. So, um, so like they're, they're more teammates or, well, are they more teammates than family during races? Where? Does, does, does that, do they feel more like teammates or do they feel more like family when they're racing? Uh. Dice que si se sienten más como familia o como un equipo cuando compiten. Bueno, entre los cuatro sí nos sentimos como familia. Sí. <laughs> Esa es la pregunta, si se sienten como familia o como equipo. Como familia. They told me that they feel like family when they race. They, they don't okay. feel like a team. Every time they feel family. Family time. So, oh, that's really, I, I think that's that's really cool. I like that. <laughs> so, um, okay, here's a question for you, Diego. Do they ever gang up on you? Okay. <laughs> the, the family, do they ever kind of like, uh, we're going we're gonna to get that guy because he's not family. We can pick on him a little bit. <laughs> well, they, they made me feel part of, this family so ah. good. yeah really nice to race with them uh, we have nice time of, of training and of racing also we have good memories at the at the races and at the training also so we we try to keep calm and be every every day like we could enjoy uh, that's good I, I mean i i think uh Adventure racing is kind of a family anyway. You just, your team just is a little bit more of a family. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but um, um, what's let's see. I don't know if I have much more to to ask you other than I'm I'm kind of excited to to meet you guys there at the race and um, see how those kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are uh, <laughs> like a. Young gangs with <laughs> with a, a nice future of adventure races. So we will do our best uh, there, and well, we will see at the <laughs> at the race. Path. Yep. So well, I guarantee I can guarantee you that you will have fun. So that that should be plenty, right? Mm -hmm. That's our principal goal: have fun. Okay. So. Um, I guess that's. Um, is there anything else that you guys wanted to say? Dice si es que quisieran decir algo más, que él ya estaría dispuesto a conocernos nomás y esperar que llegue el día. No sé si quieran decir algo más. Dígame. Yo no. No es que ya dijiste un montón de cosas que no se Esperemos conseguir el apoyo de la empresa privada que seguimos entrenando, estamos en constante actividad. Vamos a darle este 2018 con más fuerza para llegar a este gran reto, esta gran carrera en New England. Well, Luis said that uh, we keep training this this year we will keep training hard and we just are waiting for more sponsors to go there and have all the gear, all the all the food, all the stuff we need to logistic of, of race. So we we hope that 
the private uh, companies here could support us like sponsors and go there with no problem. That's it. So, <laughs> Well, I think you guys will represent your country well. Um, I'll... I'll tell you a little secret. We'll do a little video when you get there so you can show everybody. And um, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. We hope. We're, so, we're waiting for that day. Yep. So um, why don't you send me any links to your sponsors? And when you get this, your little video up, because I will probably put this this episode up uh, a week from now. Okay. So next week. Okay. So you can get that kind of done, and we'll get we'll get as much up there as we can, and see what kind of help we can get for you. Okay, yeah, it's a it's a possible we we will make. So, all right. Well, that sounds good. Um, so I, I have a question for you. What are you okay at, at the on time? You are covering all the all the race, like yep. videos or or what? Video, yep, video photos. We'll be doing, um, you know, probably some live live updates and stuff like that. So we will be we'll make sure that um, all your all your fans will be able to see what you're doing. Sounds great. So you are the official man of the of covering that that race. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am the media director, and I say that because I don't know what that means. But I will be there and be working hard. Okay, that's nice. and we will be <laughs> yeah. making a hard race. Also, you will be working. You will be working harder than I am. I guarantee that. <laughs> so you have to cover all the hard. <laughs> yes, I get to. I don't have. I've found that um, I probably get less sleep than the racers do, but I don't have to walk and ride the bike. I can get in the car and go from place to place. So it, it's kind of a trade-off. Okay, nice, nice. We will be there. Yeah. We hope we will be there We also with our family. They want to go to, you know, uh, cheer us. And yeah. uh, we hope to to find them sometime in the, in the race. <laughs> Oh. Just see yeah. and that, that's it. That's always um, that's always a nice little pick me up in the middle of the race uh -huh. to see family. <laughs> that's yeah. our comfort. So, okay, well that sounds good. I'm gonna go take my little dog. We have we have snow here, but it's not too cold, so we're gonna go out and uh, play in the snow for a little bit. Okay, Randy, nice to meet you. We we will see you in a couple months and. Well, take care, and we'll, yep. we'll keep in touch. Yep, it'll be here before we know it. Thank you, Randy. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. No sé si nos están viendo ya. Todavía. Hey, this is Grant. Hey, hey, Grant. This is this is me, <laughs> Randy. Hey, Randy. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, but I now. Now it's better. I had to, I had to exclude the audio input. <laughs> it's the mistake I make every time when I use Skype. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What it happens if I don't click the right button, then I hear myself in your side of the conversation, 
and that's very disconcerting to me to have to hear myself. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Like a glitch in the matrix or something. It's, uh, yeah, because it's like a half a second after I say it. So, so are you playing or working? Both. Huh. Um, I've got family in Colorado. So, uh, I like to come out here uh, at least a couple times a year. And um, so, my regular job allows me to travel um, as I like, really. So, I can work remotely. So, visiting family and taking some days off. And uh, outdoor retailer is this week. Also, oh. so there's a lot of a lot of good reasons to be in the area. Yeah, what's um? Have you been to the show yet, or is it is it coming up still? No, it starts on Thursday. Yeah, what's it's, it uh, um, through the weekend? Is it is it? What's it like compared to other years now that it's moved to Denver? Or do you... well, I I never went before. Okay. Like I I just don't like talking to sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate that pitch. Yeah. like honestly. So that's something else other people have done. It just worked out that I happened to be here. That wasn't my plan, but okay. Mm-hmm. And so we worked out that I can uh, go ahead and going to meet with some people. And um, Although you're right, it'll be interesting. Yeah. If, uh, first year not in Utah. But I never went when it was in Utah. So for me, it'll be, I'm sure, uh, yeah. spectacular. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious because I really haven't heard anything about it. Usually I know a few people going and you hear stuff and see stuff. And I literally... I'm not even sure I knew it was going on until you mentioned it. Oh wow! Well, that's uh, that's probably bad on someone. I'm not sure who. Yeah. Definitely to go, and I'm sure all the major brands will be there. And uh, in our part, there's some other connections that, that like, through various uh, dimensions, end up getting there too. Because it's like a big opportunity to meet with a whole lot of the people you want to connect with. They're all in one spot at one time, so I feel yeah. like those people kind of converge also on Denver, and that's. Uh, I think more what I'm excited about. Yeah, catching up with everybody. So, so um, what's new? What can you tell us? What's exciting? What's happening? People are excited. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very excited, man. That's good. Great. Now, I understand you interviewed the folks from Ecuador. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I'm. I'm. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm curious to hear their perspective, so I don't have the benefit of how that all fits in. But uh, I know we're excited. We've got a, a full race, which is always like one of our first goals to make sure we can, you know, run a successful event and have all the uh, the other nice things we want to have with it. So that's great. We closed registration I think it's a couple of weeks ago. Now we have a wait list, um, so that's exciting in one respect. Yeah. We're also excited to have the course pretty much finished. There's a few lingering permits that we're still kind of ironing out some of the details on. And there'll be, I'm sure, plenty of work still to do on that front. It seems like it never really ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, there's an awful lot that, that we're looking forward to now that things have come into focus since I think we spoke last, maybe last summer. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. We have, um, it, it, it's our longest um, course, I think our most ambitious, just in terms of the whole scope of it, of what we're doing. So, like it's a you know point to point course, no no optional points, and it's really point to point. Like yeah. <laughs> like it's maybe 300 miles total distance, and um, there's I don't know maybe uh, 30 maybe 25 30 maybe 35 miles of sea kayaking, saltwater tidal kind of uh, sea kayaking, and then we've got about the same for uh, freshwater canoe uh, paddling. Um, let's see, I'm not sure what else. Uh, 
but also uncomfortable giving away. We should be originally. We would have sent out today, so we're recording this. Uh, I think it's what the twenty second today. Yeah, yeah. I've got my days are all mixed up. Yeah. We should have sent out our captain's communication today, but we're pushing it a week okay. to next week. Actually, February first. All right. So, so you are actually the first to know some of this. Like we removed the rope section from the course. It, mm-hmm. it was a good spot, but logistically, it wasn't worth all the effort um, yeah. for the return. Um, so we've removed that. We've added a couple other, I think, fun elements. We still have, of course, the orienteering relay. Um, My favorite. And, uh, all the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, your favorite. We yeah. have. Let's see. Our, so you're familiar with our bunny scale as far as as far as difficulty. Like one bunny. Is I guess uh, the low end of intensity. Three bunnies is at the high, and then two is in the middle. So in the past, you've kind of strategically placed the the three bunny sessions a little later in the race, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But this year, we decided not to do that. So it's, <laughs> there's no cutoff in, in, before the, any three bunny session, and everyone gets to enjoy. So that's yeah. gonna be fun. No one, no one's gonna miss out. Sounds sounds sweet. Are you going to have um, cutoffs in the race? Do you know yet? Yes, yeah. Uh, right now, it looks like we'll have two cutoffs. Um, that's going to make sure everyone, because I mean, it's a it's a long long race, and yeah. like you start racing Wednesday real early, and like for the course to close on Sunday um, mid morning, mm. that's a lot of time to cover a lot of ground. Um, so the lead teams will obviously be a day or more ahead of everyone by the time they finish, and uh, it's only fair then to the folks who are still competing that they get to enjoy as much of the course as they can. But not send them out on a death march for ten days. Yeah, uh, even though maybe that would be even more old school, is just to not have any cutoffs. But like, uh, like I'm volunteers. Everyone's got a real work to go back to in the following week. So yeah, we've got a couple of cutoffs there to make sure everybody makes it back uh, in time for the awards yeah. uh, and uh, closing kind of festivities there in Durham, New Hampshire. By uh, I think the time is set at noon on Sunday. I'd have to double check that. But. Yeah. How would you know? What, what do you know about the race? <laughs> so yeah, I should know, but it's just the fact is, there's so much, like so many little details like that. And, like I take it for granted. Something started out, and so I kind of file it away, and then I have to mm-hmm. review it all um, many times over again. But that's how it works. Yeah. Um, has the course changed much since you first started thinking about it? And has your um, have you personally? kind of uh had any revelations about it since i guess from from the beginning to what it is now yeah i would say it depends when you define the beginning because mm-hmm. you could go years back when yeah. uh you know aspects of the course kind of were coming into at least our imagination mm-hmm. but really since maybe a year ago or so yeah. when we first started formally saying okay yeah we could do this as a race yeah, I would say there's twenty hmm, percent uh, maybe is is different than what we kind of set out originally, but it's a good, I think, uh, uh, overall improvement. I mean, it's uh, the fact is getting permits for this sort of stuff is is super tough, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S. Yeah, so that's I think more what drives it. And in a couple cases, it's a safety thing. It, like, turns out there's like. Uh, um, Boy, I don't want to give anything away, yeah. but it turns out you can't do everything you want to do yeah. just because it's not safe. So, well, I, yeah. like as an end, like, like there's a story of like the Primal Quest 
course out in the San Juans that crossed fishing channels, or at least an early draft of it that did, and that there was going to be tankers out there in the uh, off the coast <laughs> that the sea kayakers would be contending with. And that was drawn up by, I'm not going to name any names, but famous adventure racers who love to look at maps and design courses but don't plan for the logistics or the feasibility. So mm, yeah. that's what we're avoiding. So no yeah. one's going to be out in the middle of the, of the San Juan Straits or anything like that with tanker traffic to yeah. negotiate in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. You, so you cut out the uh, alligator farm section. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No rattlesnakes uh, yeah. and uh, – and no gun ranges in this course, it turns out. Sounds good. So it um, there's a lot of really good teams that have signed up for this race. Does that um, excite you or surprise you? Or what do you think about all those? There's a lot of people, a lot of really no, good I, racers. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I think we designed a course that's going to be uh, memorable for any caliber of a competitor. Uh, but just selfishly we love to to see our old friends people who we know well and have seen at race courses and that they finished days ahead of us at other races <laughs> when we were competing um so no it's always cool you know it's nice to have that but i also love the fact that there's a substantial amount of people have kind of reached out like hey this is our first race we're really in over our heads <laughs> like do we bail out now or <laughs> can you help us and that's well no actually we, we can help you with a lot of help from uh like Abby and Brent from Rootstock who've kind of taken under their wing a number of these uh, starter-out teams. We've got a couple other people that are mentoring teams along the way. And so that's kind of fun, too. But uh, uh, having all those good teams also means you got to get serious about, um, you know, making sure you don't make rules you can't enforce, don't have, like, a mandatory route out there that you don't have a checkpoint along, just kind of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff that I think comes from, you know, this years of, Having raced and having clown races and the experience of knowing what people expect when it's going to be a good race because you don't want a race that's going to be settled by controversy or a jury have to adjudicate that kind of stuff. You really want the best teams to shine just on their own terms. Yeah. So it does up the ante a fair amount. Like we can't just uh, be casual about, oh, well, we think this section might be uh, 10 hours. Let's move on. <laughs> no, we actually have to, have, to, have to prove it out and then have to consider all the other options. Like, well, what? What if instead of paddling, they decide to carry their sea kayaks? Like, yeah. how do we stop that? Or if they want to make maybe that option. So my, my philosophy, I would love a race with, like, four checkpoints, you know, like, and as mm-hmm. few uh, uh, constraints around teams as possible. It's just not possible to, in most places to actually do it. So we'll have more than four, but hopefully okay. not not okay. any more than we need. <laughs> okay. Um, so I only got a couple more questions because these are going to be little short ones, and then I figure in a few months we'll have another little short one. But um, what? Um, so what? What do you have to do for the race in, like, say, the next sixty days? Oh, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, well, I, you know, I guess I can break news uh, a little bit. We've um, recognizing that we're so privileged in the sport of adventure racing to go out and kind of contrive these things to do for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, partnered with a charity, a charity uh, known as Shelterbox. So we're going to uh, formalize that um, arrangement. So the race will become a vehicle for them to also build some fundraising around and hopefully elevate their their brand, their their great charitable cause, providing you know shelter for people that are displaced due to storms, earthquakes, that kind of stuff. Um, and so we're going to be working more with them here mm-hmm. in the next couple months. 
there's, there's also a couple permits that we're going to uh, sort through. Um, we can't really do a whole lot on the race course until yeah. the snow really melts. So it's taking care of that stuff. There's also like volunteer sorting out. We've got like a nice list of people who we know um, and people who are, are new but who have reached out to us about helping with the race. And we've usually been pretty um, conservative about just asking and inviting anyone to come out because yeah. like always, just like I mean, any event race, like, we, can't, we can't afford to have someone who wants to come out for three hours <laughs> and yeah. you know, hand out orange wedges to people mm-hmm. and cheer them along. Like, that's great if they want to do it, but don't make us try and organize that for you because the timings are so hard and that yeah. sort of effort to get that three hours of help isn't worth it. So instead, it's more about how do we you know, help the people who've committed for like the week? Like where are we going to house them? Where are we going to feed them? Because for them, we have to make sure we make it as easy and convenient uh, so that they come back. And we managed to do, I think, a pretty good job since we get, a, I think, a nice usual return um, on people coming back. So that's the sort of stuff we're going to be drafting out, making sure we've got it dialed in so that we've got uh, lodging arranged along a 300-mile course. You can imagine where do, like, 40 or 50 staff, like, yeah. where are they going <laughs> to shift the change? Where are they going to shower? Where are they going to eat? This yeah. is the stuff I think not many people think about when you're looking at a race course, but the logistics of it becomes pretty intimidating. Yeah. And, but and fun. Yeah, and then the cor- most important thing is where's the Wi-Fi at? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right, too. Although nowadays, that's gotten a lot easier. Now you can, even like these little, like the start, the race start from 2014, that, like, I don't know, six or seven uh, building lodge on the edge of the lake. Yeah. I don't know, 20 years ago, they would never have known what the internet is, never Mm -hmm. imagined it. In 10 years, probably not even, but uh, those kind of places nowadays, they'll have internet. For us, it's more a question of can we maybe buy the bandwidth for them yeah. to elevate their, their connectivity for the next week? Yeah. Uh, because, as you know, from the media side, if you're waiting 20 minutes to upload a single photo or something, that yeah. can really ruin your day, too. Yeah. Well, I've, you know, technically for me, it's just like I just, I just, if as long as I can get a cell signal, I can hotspot, and it's just way easier than driving to find it. But, but you know, I, I and I was telling people about this. You know, when we went live last time with uh, that little press conference thing, the, yeah. that you know, Joel and those guys. I mean, they spent hours and hours trying to get that to work, and now it's like you put your iPhone up on a gimbal and and there it is. <laughs> so it, it's yeah, it's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So, so I have yeah, one what's more your feedback. What, Oh, I have a question for you, though, about yeah. that. So we don't really have time to do something like that for our race this mm-hmm. year. Like, as we'll reveal in the kind of schedule, it's already out there, yeah. frankly. We really need teams to get there Tuesday morning mm-hmm. um, to complete formalities, and then we will be uh, conducting kind of some other race meetings and things and then transporting this uh, 190 or so people up to the race course yeah. starting Tuesday. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on if we could incorporate some kind of uh, like media outreach, or if it's even worth it? Um, you know, at Worlds this year, I went live on Facebook like 20 minutes before the start and just, you know, just just because. I, I think we can actually do some live stuff. It, the question is, is it needs to be, um, and, it, and obviously I've been thinking about this, but it needs to be on a schedule so people would know when to to tune in. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if we, you know, and I have some ideas about that and we'll, t- we'll talk about that a little later, but, um, yeah, there's some sort of schedule of live broadcasts, 
I think we can do that. Some interviews and just stuff from the course, but um, yeah, just all right. Well, I will. Uh, we'll, we'll schedule every twelve hours Randy time for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe Randy like time's not the best name for it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll do that. So, okay, one more question, and and then you know, like you you got like family and work and skiing, and you want to have some fun, but. Um, and this is simply a yes or no question. Do you have an idea in your head of the um, podium teams that'll be on the podium? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, I, you know, so we're not we're not in the World Series, yeah. right? So no one's coming to try and win a trip to the World Championships. Yeah. We will have a cash prize. It looks like it's going to be five thousand dollars for the winner. We're not sure about the, the lower tiers or whatever. Um, but usually when we were in the World Series, you could count on a couple teams that were there for the express purpose of winning that entry, Yeah. right? Yep. So we, we are not in the series. I uh, decided not to pursue that for this year. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of cool, though, because everyone who's there, I mean, you could run the race maybe three or four times and end up with a different three-team podium. That, that um, is probably true. Probably not doing justice yeah. to a couple of the teams there that really probably regularly stand out. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a lot of great, great racers, so it's going to be fun to see. And it's not going to be, uh, you know, dominated by one or two uh, hard-charging French-speaking teams or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, it might be, but it may not be. We don't know. Yeah, so that's why Actually, we got to do yeah, it. Yeah, don't tell Alex Provost I said that. I was thinking uh, European France. But yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That's cool. So we've had a little chat. I'm in. So, Good cool. With you. All right. Enjoy your uh, winter. Yep, we're yeah. going to go... We're going to go do some drone flying tonight. <laughs> so, oh, exciting. Okay. Don't yeah. go near any airports, though. Uh, no, I've had that experience. You probably didn't hear the story, but I had um, eight cops surround me when I was shooting the NARS championship. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're not supposed to fly your drone on the University of Iowa. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, yeah. that's another aspect I'll, we'll have to check off on a few weeks. Yeah, like vows. But right. they Thanks were cool about it. All right, bye. Oh, hell yes.